Hi everyone, welcome back to TVI. Carl here. Julian here. Hi everyone, how are you doing? Um, welcome back to this week's episode. It's a um, couple of days late, but it's worth it because it's an absolute belter, isn't it? We had a we had a catch up with um, Daniel Sloss, who, like myself, is one of the few um, non-Australians currently in Australia, but he's in quarantine in Sydney. So um, I was born there, Australia. Yeah. <laughs> you never mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne, yeah. We should get a merch made. Just have a mug that says it's not just Julian then quote marks saying I was born in I was born in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> no one no one's ever cared. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, it's a very fun uh, episode. We have a right laugh. I think it was a good um I was a bit giddy because I'd done a couple of gigs, had a few beers and got back. It was the afternoon for you. Basically, everyone was on. Everyone was in good energy levels. There was no, the time difference didn't play any. Uh, it was a good time, yeah. Is it, it was what good. time was it? It was quite. It was, like a, it was late. It was like eleven thirty at night. Ah. But I just literally I come in the door. You know. It was a nice uh, easy one p.m. for me. Exactly. So you know, everyone was in good spirits. You know, you just got out of bed, and. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You just had your cereal. <laughs> no milk. <laughs> I couldn't bother to go to the shop. <laughs> Went to the shop in my dressing gown. Um, but anyway, we are, you can enjoy this. Patrons can watch the video. We're actually, um, we are, we're having a couple of issues with our Patreon video uploads at the minute. So bear with us. Basically, some of them, we upload them to Patreon. And they then are corrupted for some reason. For some people can't watch them. So we're now going to set up a little sneaky um, sort of secret channel somewhere and just give you the, uh, the the link to that on Patreon. So bear with us while we sort that. But other than that, that's it, isn't it? Sit back. Enjoy. Uh, and enjoy, enjoy the episode. Fun times. Go. We're recording. Welcome back to TVI, Carl Donald. We are live. Julian Dean. Literally the opposite of live. It's a recorded podcast. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) But we're live now. We're like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. Like, I mean, if somebody's listening, it's, it's live for them, isn't it? Yeah, we mean? don't record our parts separately, then I don't them together. <laughs> we do. I get everyone to send their audio and I just cut it together and I just make up the whole podcast. <laughs> 17 hours of editing. God, <laughs> what? That would be such impressive improv if you were like, you oh, know man. what? You send it through and yeah. I'll just bounce back. Yes, and, yes, and, yes, and. <laughs> that would be that would actually be a really good idea for a podcast. You say to everyone, look, send me 20 minutes of you just spitball in and I'm going to cut it together into one podcast. <laughs> everyone, leave a few gaps yeah everyone gets cancelled because you just end up fucking just just cutting in the worst shit anyway uh, you back. can take everything they do out of context so. um we're back uh this is this week's episode we're joined by uh comedian daniel sloss live from quarantine mate how's it going right, man? mate you're one that you're literally the only other um like sort of non basically you're the only other comic in australia currently who's not uh doesn't live here i'm it's basically i was the yeah. i was the last one who came in or i'm sort of technically because of my wife and child yeah i am a sort of yeah. uh a proxy citizen but you are one of the only people who's just just here russell howard was here last month yeah and now you're here mate it's a couple of uh yeah, a couple of white blokes managed... allowed in for some reason. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we we know why it is. It's because when I come to this country, I can offer more tax to the Australian government than any of those dirty, dirty backpackers Absolutely. they're trying to let I mean, back in. Totally. They, they've literally got, a, they've got such a backlog of backpackers who managed to blag it by staying here last year. Fucking, they just want to ship in some, you know, In the same guys. pants. <laughs> I also feel like because uh, I I don't feel like I'm I'm in a position at all to complain about quarantine specifically no, because absolutely not you 
you've done a much worse one. Like it, me complaining about my quality compared to yours. <laughs> With your I Xbox just feel like on, and your low and your yeah. solo time. Yeah, yeah, my Xbox <laughs> and my balcony, which I'm allowed on. Like I'm complaining about what it's like to be like like on the back lines, whereas you were in D Day. Like you you properly did it, and I'm like, God, I, I basic say, trading's though, rough, lads. Where are you? You're in Melbourne quarantining. Sydney, Sydney. Are oh, you in Sydney? That's why you got a balcony because you know in Melbourne. There's no balconies. They've got a weird, the like Melbourne quarantine is the strictest in Australia. Like, because we did it in Brisbane, and we so they've like, removed all the balconies because of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They've put bars on the windows, and uh, <laughs> they've got um, armed guards wandering the halls, cutting but, off all the balconies. But no, but I couldn't believe when they gave me a balcony because, no, you're like, you're so lucky. Yeah, because I, I phoned up and I said, "Look, like, if there's if there's an upgrade available, I'll take it." And they're like, "Are you claustrophobic?" And I'm like, "I'm not going to lie to you, no." Like, no, just you, but if I would have, I would have lied. To, I would absolutely have lied I to them. I am going to lie. I have to have a yes. I have to have a roof garden, <laughs> yes. or, I, or I or I get panicky. Yeah. I get a bit um, angsty without a roof pole. <laughs> <laughs> start hyperventilating um, so i just went look i just if there's an up, I, look i've looked outside i know you've got the upgrade there if you've got that i'll i'll take it but because i'm just so i've got such a fear of breaking the rules a lot of the time i yeah. get to my new room they've got the balcony and the first thing i do is phone reception i'm like there's a balcony there i'm I'm allowed to use that, right? And they're like, yeah, of course. Like, why Why else would we give you a room with Imagine a balcony? Imagine they said no. No, it's there, but you're not allowed outside it. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Not oh, I'm somehow will enforce that. <laughs> yeah. A SWAT yeah, got... team just start, start crawling along the hotel corridors. We've got a sniper on the opposite building. If you do open it, night, you, night vision you on. Yeah. Well, I mean, that does... Because my logic was... Because my fiancé was like, do you have a balcony? And I was mugging her off she was texting me being like ask for a room with a balcony i'm like oh really they're yeah. gonna give me a during oh, yeah, a yeah. pandemic they're gonna give me during quarantine I'm i can war, spit honey. on the public like <laughs> i'm on the like front that. line honey <laughs> writing letters home and stuff <laughs> so so they're like yeah you can use the balcony you can go out there and then i go out in the balcony and there's an ashtray now oh, i haven't oh, smoked cigarettes in three years right but, but everyone smokes in prison so yeah, i phone reception again and i'm like there's an ashtray out here am i am i allowed to, to roll smoke? the butts up <laughs> <laughs> could someone send a little rizzler up please <laughs> well if i could ask and she genuinely says she goes well no but who's gonna stop yeah, you yeah, you're totally. on a covid floor yeah, yeah, and yeah. so I've had, I've, I've smoked three packs in a week. Fuck. How have you get what? So you're what are you ordering them in from? From where? where are you yeah, yes. Yeah, sh- well, so shanking had... your next door neighbour for them, <laughs> <laughs> trading them for fucking blowjobs yeah. through the wall. <laughs> they smuggled them They're in, protecting like in the everyone in the other cells. <laughs> Things can get pretty messy. I actually, I made a couple of bets on how long it would take before the new fish started crying, and I won yeah, seven mate. packs, so it's been great. <laughs> um, um, what's the food I've just had like? people literally drop them in. Oh, um, this is the nice. thing. Did you know this about Melbourne as well? This is why I was saying that Sydney and Brisbane and all that, uh, in Melbourne you're not allowed deliveries from friends and family. So that's why, because we were meant to be doing quarantine in Melbourne. Like a cake with a little file in it or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, because um, we ended up doing it in Brisbane, on day one, we had a friend drop off a suitcase with just supplies and there was gin in it. There was, it was like a fucking, it was, it was a saving yeah. grace. But, um, but yeah, in Melbourne, you're, I don't know if they've changed it yet, but you're not allowed personal deliveries from friends and family. So... If you're in Melbourne, it's really strict. No booze. A lot of the hotels, like it's it's really different to what we we went through. You know, we just did it, but we had a we had a baby. But they gave us we got given two rooms adjoining through a door, so we just like popped that open and had like a basically apartment. So it was we had it oh, was just fine. just gave just gave just gave your baby a room to herself. Like, yeah, we'll yeah. we, we shut it and we're like we ain't got we ain't it's got fourteen key days yet. Let's synchronize our watches. <laughs> 
Um, so it was fine. Man, it was absolutely the, it, fine. It's the opposite here. So I've had, like, I, I'd heard all those rumors about you can't, like, there's this limit to this and you can't have these deliveries and whatnot. But then on day one, uh, my agent, Century, my agent's over here, like they dropped off a care package, like two bottles of wine, like some cereal, a plate, like knives and forks. <laughs> a plate and stuff. knife and fork is actually crucial. We brought our own just because <clears throat> we'd heard about that. Man, it, it, that, it makes you feel more human. And otherwise, it's just fucking airplane food totally. for three meals a day. Absolutely. But then, like, I've been because i've been so bored i've been standing out in the balcony every day and i've just filmed just like screaming <laughs> into, the, <laughs> into the wind they just keep phoning and being like sir sir this is not why you have a balcony sir sir we'll take away the balcony <laughs> just wanking off onto <laughs> king's cross high street <laughs> So I've had I've had some lovely fans be able to work out where I am. Oh, so really? I've had man, man, I have had like four deliveries a day That's from quality. just like oh, and it is it it makes my fucking day. I mean, it's very awkward sometimes because sometimes they drop off shit that you don't like, and you've got to be like, oh, thanks so much for this. Oh, really? Right in the toilet. <laughs> Yeah, but, but it's weird stuff. Like, I fucking, I don't like donuts. I've never liked donuts. I think right. they're just such a fucking, I'm, I've, I've just never been into them. And somebody <laughs> dropped off like a 12-pack of donuts, which I'm sure to anyone else in quarantine, greatest treat in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, you what know, you I, the it? best thing I can, well, I stacked five of them together and fucked them. Down <laughs> the road <laughs> Created a new game. See if I can hit a building the other side of the road. See if I can knock someone down. <laughs> so knock someone off a, off a fucking electric scooter on the street. <laughs> well, that is the best. You just see, like, there's the promised land out there. You get to see everyone just so, there. So, where are you in lives. Sydney? Are you, you're not. You don't want to say, I suppose. That was a stupid. No, no, I'm. Was it? I'm a like I'm, I'm near Hyde Park, and if you can work it out from uh, there, uh, okay. feel free to send me send me things. You're not on the Hilton on Pitt Street, are you? No, no. Have you had anyone, any fans? Have you been out on the balcony yet and had any fans on the street? Like, yes, have found, so, your, have found you and spotted you. <laughs> any laser yeah, pointers so, trying to do your eyes in? <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to make me crash the plane. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I went out on the first day, right? And like day one, I was like, and I filmed across uh, the park and I said, look, every day at 2 p.m., if you can work out where this yes. is, I'll come out and I'll fucking wave, right? And it's been great. So every single day for like nine days, there's been people out there. It's oh, only like cool. three or four. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like they, it's it's nice for two minutes, right? Because you walk out there, you Once wave. Once you come, you just want to, you just want them gone. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to lay down for a little while, watch some yeah, films, man. Yeah, yeah. And especially at that distance, it can't be construed as sexual harassment. Yeah, like it's yeah. so far yeah, away totally. that there's no way it's my fault. That's my little um, But you go, you go out and you wave, and then after two minutes, they're still fucking there. And you can't yeah, talk course. to them. No, like, they're there. So, so you're like at one point they'll start doing the YMCA and I'm oh, like, all right, okay, I can do that. You keep and then waving you... like the Queen, on a fucking... yeah. <laughs> Michael, Michael Jackson. Oh. Um, so today it. was like the first day when I went out and I was like, I can't. Like it got to five to two, and I was like, I, like I just can't be. And thankfully there was nobody there oh, today. I just good, got yeah. to go out, have a fucking cigarette, and and jerk off in peace. Yeah, exactly. What's the food like? Are you, are you doing? <laughs> are you doing Uber Eats and all that, or are you actually trying the hotel food? I I am trying the hotel food, but like the only time the hotel food has been bad is because I am I I am a picky ass fucking eater, right? right? I've got okay, the palate yeah. of like a nine year old child. Like most of the meals here are genuinely good, but there's yeah. like they'll just send up like here's braised salmon with a fucking whatever jus, and I'm like fucking what? Like just. <laughs> Potato smileys and a couple of fish fingers and a sandwich, man. Like that's why. <laughs> Alphabet spaghetti. Well, yeah, I would yeah, love our, 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 our yeah. one. The food was like, 
it, it was almost like they lured us into a full sense of security. The first week was great. And then the second week was the same food each day than we had the week before, but a really bad version of it. So it was like the first week, I was like, I can't believe how good this food is, man. And the next week it was like, oh, it's the same thing as that. That was really nice. And it made it worse. So it was like a real, like, yeah. it's almost like a, it was like a challenge, like the second week you had to not lose faith. Like, and it, it was, but I was still surprised compared to what I expected. I thought it was going to be really shit food. Like I'm talking, you know, I'd heard some horror stories on online about people that had essentially like a microwave meal every day, three times a day. Mm. So I, welcome I to my world. <laughs> <laughs> and I can and I can go out. <laughs> That's what I go out and buy. <laughs> You're like, oh, a steak dinner, laddie ja, Julian. <laughs> Sorry, obviously uh, not a steak dinner. I forget what fucking podcast I'm on. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so you're out on Wednesday, though, right? Yeah, yeah. So, Hang on, what like, you, uh, so what's your? Are you not? You're doing Melbourne next week or the week after? Next week, yeah. So it's I, I get out on th- uh, we thought I was getting out on Thursday so on Thursday I fly to Melbourne and I'm there doing the project and then then doing the comedy republic and then on the Friday I'm off to I think it's fucking Adelaide and then I think it's Brizzy and then I'm back to Melbourne right. but clearly my agent thought that like the 14 day was like 14 plus a half yeah no that's the up and I- they shave it down we did it we had the same they thing. shave it down it's amazing so, so we were like oh it'll be we went we we got out a day earlier than we expected it's great. And it's Don't you it's get half for like good behaviour or anything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't know. I've been masturbating on the balcony. <laughs> He's just been given an extra three months. <laughs> <laughs> been put in solitary. <laughs> so it's like so I phoned up and I was like, when do I get out? And they were like, You actually get out Wednesday. And I'm like, this is brilliant. Like yeah. that, that's like it's it's literally about twenty four hours earlier than I thought I was going to get out. But obviously, I don't have a fucking hotel booked for that day. Stay Thankfully, in, one of my best friend lives in Sydney. Well, yeah. that's what my agent said. She's like, "We can just book you into the hotel." I'm like, "Once yeah, I'm out of this on. hotel, I am never staying at this hotel You'd ever again." Sleep in the and park it's a nice hotel on a bench that night than fucking <laughs> stay in that hotel again. Uh, <laughs> once. Yeah. So what are you going to do first? What you what have you been missing? What do you think when you get released? Man, genuinely one of the things that I never thought I'd fucking miss is like just human contact, yeah. man. Like genuine face-to-face. Face. I like I I've never realized how fucking Although you still you can't know. do that though, can you? Yeah, or you, you can. Or no. you can in Australia. Mate, here oh. you can. Yeah. Honestly, this Full is the freedom. Thing. you'll be you'll be blown away, I think, by you might not, obviously, you, you know people like here and how they've told you about it, but it's still, uh, coming from the UK, when you actually feel it and witness it, it's still a bit overwhelming. The, like, we got out of quarantine, the morning we got out of quarantine, our friend who dropped off a care package, she was waiting outside the hotel just to say hello before we went to the airport to fly to Melbourne. And I, Hannah was behind me, she was just sort of sorting out something. And I walked out of the hotel on my own with some bags and our friend was there and she just came up and gave me this massive hug. And it was this weird feeling of like, oh, I've not hugged anyone in months. It was genuinely like a real thing. Just of- get welled up. <laughs> just all choked yeah. up. And it was like, and then, and then we flew to Melbourne and then suddenly we saw Hannah's parents and family. And that um, two days later, like we, I went and did Comedy Republic actually. And just seeing mates and friends, and it just, it it was properly, like, I didn't realise how fucking mental it is, how, what we've gone through. And, you know, the fact that the UK is still mostly just coming out of it now, but, you know, coming here and just how normal it is really caught me off guard. First time I walked down Swanson Street in Melbourne, it was packed normal people going to work people going to shops was a bit like the worst thing is (laughs) (laughs) georgia the jungle just walking around just like just start swinging sniffing car wheels (laughs) but it is the worst thing about it is pajamas you don't want 
you, you never want the fucking Aussies to have bragging rights about anything. Like, I look, know. I love the cunts out here, but like the smugness they have about how they've handled, which to be fair, they have nailed it. But from yes. such as prior to this, such a second world country to now have such bragging yeah. rights is devastating. You, what I will say, <laughs> I've been really surprised with, obviously there's a bit of a, we did it well here thing, but I've been surprised with the sympathy that I've been met with yeah. whenever I chat to people about sort of, you know, people will say, like, oh, when did you get out? And I'll say, oh, we didn't end up coming out until February. And people genuinely go like, fuck, man, I've heard it must have been brutal. Like, they genuinely talk to you like you got out of a POW camp or something. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. in Melbourne, though, because I've, Even I've in heard Melbourne. a lot I was of surprised. Because Mel- I've heard a lot of them being like, oh, man, we had to do fucking four months here. Like, oh, fucking did you, cunt? Was that rough for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, when like we had to do fucking four lockdowns or some bullshit, innit? Like, yeah. So, yeah, I've actually, I genuinely have been surprised at the festival of how many people have had sympathy for what we went through in the UK. Because, yeah, they went through it hardcore here, but they did it in one block. They didn't have the fucking constant, oh, let's open things, we'll be fine. And then next week, we're going back to prison, okay. <laughs> so it's, uh, but yeah, you're, you're, it's so mental when you get here and everything's normal and you just go for coffee and go for brunch, go down the beach. Just, oh. I just I just miss I just miss punching random cunts, man. That's been the big thing yeah. for me. I miss getting into that. random fights. I've just yeah, been spitting in just... people's faces on trams, <laughs> just doing all my normal <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> just getting back to normality, uh, man. I just miss yeah. that stuff. It's been it's been so long since getting I've done a good faces honest headbutt. Yeah, man, headbutting people, saying, "What are you looking at?" <laughs> Everywhere I go, <laughs> well, you got fucking eye problems. <laughs> Why don't you take a photo, mate? It fucking lasts longer. <laughs> Just, you know, just, just. I just want to get back to normality, guys. <laughs> I just, I just want to be drunk and lady in public again. Really? I wanna, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. want Kai to get me out of a fight. That's what I miss. <laughs> just, just fucking saying rude shit to hipsters in pubs. <laughs> All right, mate. Your shoes had a fight with your trousers. What the fuck's wrong with you, cunt? <laughs> well, you're waiting for a flood, you fucking pussy. Get out of my way. Yeah, pile of JD there, sir. <laughs> No, it's just nature's returning is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, yeah, oh. it's, honestly, it's like, it's so nice. Just, I, I tell you, like, you, and when you get to like Comedy Republic, you'll realise it's, it's, a, it's a really amazing new club for anyone who's listening in Melbourne. It was meant to open last year, obviously what happened happened, but they've got a really cool bar and it's, that, that was the first place that I had a social beer. So it was like, did a gig, afterwards I sat there with a few like comics I'd not seen in year, like a year or two, no, it's probably two years now. And we just mm. had a drink. And f- I was honestly, I was so giddy with excitement to be doing a normal social thing. Oh, it's like, yeah, you just don't realize how much you missed it until you do it, I think. Was it how how was it with the with the the wife and the kid there? Was it was it easier? Was it more more sort of difficult? In what? Quarantine. Well, or, just in the sense, yeah, yeah, quarantine, sorry, yeah, quarantine, sorry. Oh, quarantine sorry, was yeah, quarantine, quarantine, actually, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> just had um, a divorce online on the last day. Just by yeah, two rooms, so we just separated on day two. <laughs> yeah. A solicitor came up in a mask, in a, a Hamza suit. We just passed the baby over the balcony each day, just, you know, we took the custody. No, oh, we, the Jackson um, methods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, no, it was fine, to be honest. We, uh, you know, we have... We get we we just having come from lockdown, it was fine. Like if we'd, I think if you went from normal freedom to two weeks in a hotel room, yeah. you'd be f- livid. But if you go from a proper yeah. lockdown for three or four months to a hotel room, it's like, well, we're just now not allowed to walk around our garden or go down the fucking park. Yeah, yeah. So I actually, totally agree. it was totally fine. And also the knowledge of what's at the end of it—that was the thing that to know that at the end of, Late the, the, end of the tunnel and go for lunch is just that's all that mattered man i was absolutely flew for it just watched dog shit telly have you watched the chase yeah. the australian chase no oh man because I, I i've got a weird, it... weird soft spot for the chase who's the who's their who's their paul sinner uh well um so they've got two of the british chasers they've got the beast and the dark destroyer oh no not the dark destroyer they've got um Who's the the sort of big butch lady, the um the governess, right? So you've got the governess oh, yeah. and they've got the beast. 
but then they've got um, three Australian chains. The Beast is a fucking bold's name. I like know. I can't believe the Beast. Like like nobody went, mate. We can't like like just mate, no, the dark the, the dark destroyer is the one. Dark destroyer is the sort of tall black guy, and his nickname is the Dark Destroyer. It's like go on, it's mate. Like it's twenty twenty one. Thank you. Yeah, it's and like uh, it was like he was named by the guys who named the Gladiators back in nineteen ninety five. He's like okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wolf Nightshade. <laughs> Literally the most racist name. The Abyss. <laughs> the black guy. Uh, you know, just... <laughs> the big black guy. Right. Yeah. Black Tony. Right. You get you get the point. It's amazing that was that was only like not, not you know, it was only twenty years ago or something that it feels like that should have been way longer ago but yeah the dark yeah. destroyer he came out. real names <laughs> do you know the dark destroyer came out recently actually because there was some criticism of his nickname and he said he actually came out and said no this is a name that i've i've chosen it's mine he's he very much took ownership of it but um the the australian chasers are dog shit do you know i don't know if you like genuinely the, they don't have a sort of quiz culture here like Britain where we've got pub quizzes in every fucking pub every Wednesday night. Yeah. So They're in, just like, I don't know. Yeah, I they genuinely... The, one of the quizzes, it was dumb as shit. Like, he wouldn't even be... He'd be a bad contestant on the, on the chase in the UK. And he's, like, sitting <laughs> at the top pursuits. of the thing. <laughs> Some of the questions are so easy. Like, they're, like, sort of yeah. novelty questions. You can see... Is his name, is his nickname just, like, the Shrugger? It's just every... <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. His, is, his name is the Div. <laughs> <laughs> The dumb cunt. <laughs> the airhead. <laughs> but they, um, yeah, Thick honestly. Paul. You need to watch it because I was so shocked the first time. In quarantine, I watched it every day. Three o'clock in the afternoon, the British chase is on. And then at five o'clock, the Australian chase. And the, the drop-off of difficulty of questions is so stark. Yeah. It is like It makes yeah. you realise that we think, in the UK, I think we all think, the U- people in the UK, the general the general level of intelligence is quite low. I think we assume that because we yeah. tour around and we meet the members of the public. But um, it turns out the Australian general sort of knowledge is a whole different world of low. You know what I mean? They are yeah. not, a, not a clever bunch, man. Let's just say, look, the Australians are very, very lucky America exists. <laughs> yeah. right? Because it's the only fucking reason that they do not get the ire from the oh, rest man. of the world. Totally. It's uh, like Australia just gets to sit there and just be this fucking like backwards country that's got about nine liberal people in it. Like this is a country that literally changed the definition of the word liberal for their right wing party. And everyone was like, well, I mean, I guess this is fine. But thankfully, America's just there being bigger and louder and nobody realizes how. I do think it's that. I think it's a visibility thing. Australia keeps themselves to themselves on a global stage because they're small. So I don't think you ever really hear much from them in the Northern Hemisphere, whereas America, you yeah. can't help but constantly hear about how dumb they are. But are they quite do... patriotic people, would you say? Like Australia? Aussies? I don't know. I reckon in terms of sport, they are a... I'm technically they are Australian, by the way, but like... Um, how? How technically? Um, well, <laughs> I'm Australian. You say every time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was born in Melbourne, but I grew up in London. Uh, yeah. Um, I was thinking, should we apologise to Australian listeners? No, oh, they, no, they'll be fine. They no, understand. okay, yeah, because that's that's a good thing about the Aussies is like they can absolutely take a fucking breath. Yeah, yeah, like, you never, yeah, they love it. Because you never have to because uh, Americans to would be like Americans would get the right arm. I bet, wouldn't they? Right. We would have been doxxed right now had that been about America. <laughs> like there would have been some like COVID friendly assassin <laughs> turning up to my door. Yeah. It's um I don't yeah, that I don't I don't know. I wouldn't say the Australians are particularly patriotic sense of I'd say they're very patriotic in sporting terms, but in terms of actual like that that patriotism of like we're the best. I, you don't meet any Australians who, who think like that because Cause I'm it, not patriotic no. at all. Like I'm I've not never either. felt that to, also, to England or, or like anywhere. But because Australia's only, you know, in terms of global uh 
sort of interference. They don't really get involved in much today. They tend to tag yeah, along. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? Whenever there's a war where like sort of Western countries get involved, Australia tag along like the little fat guy at the back of a bully group. Who's like sort of, <laughs> <laughs> they're there, but they're just sort of saying Yeah, some get shit. him, Tony. Get him, Tony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because they just haven't got the numbers, you know what I mean? So, like, actually, I don't think they've ever developed like that, that ego. Like the little fat one in the T-Birds. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> the they, little 45-year-old. I think to have they that They do ego... get patriotic about weird stuff about their personality. They're always like, oh, mate, we're just so fucking laid back here. Yeah, you're like, is yeah, that yeah, why yeah. your government rolled over you so easily? Is that why, like, they're able to... Is that why your government's able to just tell you to stop drinking at 10 p.m. and all of you go... Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah well, yeah. we're laid back. People will just accept it that is. on the fucking chin there. Well, do you know the compliance rates during COVID were like through the roof? You know, like in the UK, they reckon compliance rates are actually in the 40th percentile. And here in Australia, they reckon they were in the 80th percentile. And that is, they genuinely were like, we'll stick to the rules, we'll get through it, and we'll sort everything out. And then in Britain, obviously, we were like, yeah, we'll do that. And then we just didn't do it. We just all had barbecues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's a very different culture. And I think the British, we're, you know, and I say Well, British thankfully, loosely. there was no consequences to our actions. There's yeah, no it's, proof it, of it how <laughs> either <laughs> of those turned out. There's no way we can know who did better. You know, it's, it's all up. Maybe in 20 years, we'll yeah. know. Let's not judge it too won. harshly. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, I'll be touring Australian next week. And I'm very... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be back in the UK in 2025 once they um, they get a new population and make up for all the dead people. Lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole new set of people when you come back. Just really young. Just shit them all in from third the world Prime countries. Minister's 11. Or <laughs> <laughs> the police walking around. They're all kids. Like, it's, it's just like Bugsy Malone. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's, yeah, it's, um, you know, you. I think here, I do think there's something to be said for a middle ground. I, I like, I like, there's something about the British, I like the cynicism about what the government are doing. I think it should always be like, I think, all right, I trust that they're, you know, some of them are trying their best, but ultimately some of them are cunts who are out to do what they want no. to do. But here there was a very much, let's support what we what our, our leaders are doing. Obviously here it worked out, but I do, yeah, some part of me just thinks, you need to slightly distrust your leaders. Aye. Well, they do. They claim they do. And then, you know, they're like, we don't trust our government. We're, we're kind of fucking against them. And then they do keep getting it. But it's at least in Britain, like, as much as we're obviously, we're all the, we're the libtard cucks on the left here. But we know what our country is. <laughs> we know what, you know, every time there's a general election, you just go, oh, okay. So it's 63% yeah, yeah. is the problem. <laughs> well, yeah, I think people always, that's what I always find fascinating about left-wing comedians. I say that as somebody who's, I'm, I'm left-wing, 100, like, every opinion I would have would be left-wing. Uh, but... In terms of like voting, I vote. I've I've voted Labour my whole life, but I also absolutely always know that uh, it's going to be a Conservative government because <laughs> yeah. we live in a fucking Conservative. Because that's who you country. vote for secretly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's it. I mean, that's who I don't vote that's for. You but campaign that's who for. I campaign for. I do all my leafleting <laughs> on the doorstep. <laughs> I'm out for the three months before the general election just saying, you know, give your vote to the Conservatives. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not voting for myself. But I... Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not a mug, but you are, so here's yeah, a leaflet. Yeah. So. No, I just don't... I don't understand when people are shocked when the Conservatives win an election in the UK when we live in a Conservative country like the UK. Obviously, Scotland, I think, is a bit of a... Um, outlier and there is a definitely a more of a left-wing swing in scotland but england is a fucking it's full of proper Aye. conservative people for a hundred years there's not been there's been one real left-wing government in a hundred years why would anyone expect they're suddenly going to get jeremy corbyn in to be like oh let's fix everything and make it nice that was the fucking mad thing. Like, it just that all the Corbyn supporters didn't get. Like, none of us were saying that Corbyn wasn't a fucking great bloke. Like, I look, he was great. He was a fucking sweetheart. Yeah, he was never under any. 
He'd be class. He'd be munching the carrots. He'd be Is like, oh, it? these are the sweeter than the ones you get up north. He'd be great <laughs> to hang around with. <laughs> like he'd every, he'd like he'd turn up to the farmer's market with his own hummus and it'd be so <laughs> class. And his wife would be lovely. He was yeah. never going to win an election no, under any fucking circumstance. Yeah. Because I think they, anyone who was like, who genuinely thought Jeremy Corbyn had a chance to win an election forgets that every leader of the UK in the last... I don't know, in memory, it has been a total cunt. <laughs> it's like, we only <laughs> vote for cunts. We're not going to yeah. vote for a bloke who looks like he does his own gardening and he's like sort of yeah. nice and he's going to give change to a homeless person. We want, we vote for people that look like they're going to fucking just ruin everything and like sort of invade the Middle Jere East. Jeremy Corbyn's the type of bloke that if you, if at school you kicked a ball over into his garden, like he gave you a key to the garden door. Yeah, he says, yeah, lads, yeah. whenever it happens, yeah, just, just come back <laughs> in. Just, yeah, yeah, just hop over the fence. You know what? And I, then sit in the garden naked when you when it goes <laughs> over. <laughs> and then he, as you go in, he locks the other lock. <laughs> Whereas everyone we've ever voted for has just been that kind of like you, you get into the garden and they've popped the ball of yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It goes it goes into their garden and you put your head over, can you have my ball that? And they go, Yeah, of course, they turn it and then they boot it over the other side. <laughs> you fucking lump it over into about five gardens down. Yeah, there it is, you fucking little shit. Just walk off. <laughs> Um, yeah, we just—I I genuinely, I, I always find it so funny how British people don't realise how selfish British people are. If you live amongst them, how can you not work out that that's what we're all about, mate? We're not—we're not especially London, I'd say, wouldn't you? Like, it's just um... well, we ironically, London is like obviously always votes Labour in it because it's that's because it's diverse. It's got the the gift oh, of yeah. diversity. Whereas, you know, you go up north and they are not blessed with that <laughs> option. <laughs> they tend to be a little bit more, you know. So, yeah, I just think <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always surprised when uh, it's sort of left-wing people are surprised that Britain hasn't They seem more in. friendly up north, though, don't they? But that might be because I'm white. <laughs> I've never seen <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> No, they're all really lovely at this clan rally. No, they're nice guys. They're all right. <laughs> they, they let me join in with all the songs. I didn't I know, know the words, but they You're taught me them. They're really nice to me. You walk around with your swastika tattoo out. <laughs> it's weird how friendly they are to me, actually. Yeah, it turns out I will never walk alone. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, oh, I don't know. But out here is I do think here is, you know, people are much nicer on the yeah you know, in general. I just think there's a, everyone is a bit more laid back, a bit nicer. Yeah. So yeah. I just I I do think you know that's why they they stuck to the rules a bit more than the UK where we all just were feral and just got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah like every every time like i complain about the fact that you know i'm like oh man people in the uk don't obey any of the rules and people go did you obey the rules and i'm like well i mean no obviously not but like <laughs> the rest I'm not of them fucking idiot. They, 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 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Not, my, not when my neighbors were having a garden party but oh boy had they not done it then maybe i yeah, would have stayed yeah. in line it's like that Nate that Nate Bogazzi, uh comic was saying. It's like people are out trying to get COVID, <laughs> like, like the way they're behaving. It's like they're trying to get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's um. I mean, here honestly, though, here is very extreme. There was a uh, there was a case in Brisbane. What was it last week? Yeah, it was about five days ago. Mm. There was one case. Yes. They announced one, and they shot the guy. Day. They <laughs> shot him in the head. They like literally and the they over his head and just yeah. dragged him on the news. Yeah. Six PM news. Yeah, they yeah, opened yeah. with it. Yeah, it was live. Prime as well. time. Like, yeah, yeah. They interrupted the Teletubbies. Yeah, yeah, but they were good. They made sure that they aimed the, like they shot his head like away from the crowd so that yeah, none yeah, of yeah. it got on them. Like it was no, still it was within very, regulations. Very, it was it was very socially distanced. <laughs> <laughs> They, uh, they um, honestly, they so not only did they just go into a three-day lockdown instantly, one case, boom. And I tell you, it actually ended up being quite funny. It ended up being a few cases because it was a um, somebody. It was a nurse who went on a Hindu 
and a male stripper did the, sh- did the hen do, and he got it <laughs> off them. So this male oh. stripper just like flapping his dick around, catches COVID, <laughs> and then there's like a nation, like you know, a statewide. He should have wore a little mask on his dick or something. <laughs> yes, it's called a condom, Julian. It's called a oh, condom. Uh, oh. yes. <laughs> What's this condoms you speak of? <laughs> the man with five kids is not hearing what you're saying, mate. <laughs> um, I thought they were for gloves. Not really. <laughs> the old water balloons you used to carry in your wallet. Um, <laughs> they, uh, Just but, in case any water fight came up, you never know. You never know. Loaded. The ne- <laughs> yeah, I've got always some ready to go. ones, you little bastards. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, uh, but they shut. Obviously, in Brisbane, they went into a lockdown in Queensland, shut the border very briefly. But even anyone in Victoria, I don't know what it was like in New South Wales, but in Victoria, anyone who'd come from Brisbane in the last two weeks um, had to self-isolate instantly and then go and get a test the morning after. Like, that's how... Here it is so strict of, like, one oh, person coughs God. in fucking Darwin and suddenly... They just get on their knees and beheaded <laughs> like an ISIS video. <laughs> <laughs> Someone screaming out the uh, COVID rules behind them. <laughs> Just a big list like the Ten Commandments. That's your book. <laughs> oh. It is. It is like military precision. Like so, when I was get like the plane that I was on was a fucking double decker seven four seven thing, and there were at most forty to fifty people on it. Like there is entire what rows free. Singapore Air. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and- so we had also. Go on, sorry. Oh, so they made us normally when obviously fly to Australia that you get off in Singapore and then you've, you, they do that oh, stupid fucking thing. We go, get off the plane and then walk around the airport and then get back on the plane, please. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this fucking charade for no reason. They, they were like, you have to stay on the plane while in Singapore. And I'm like, great. By the way, can we take this forward yeah, from yeah, now yeah. on? Yeah. Like at no point do, at no point halfway through a fucking flight to Australia do I go, man, I miss security. I fucking miss standing <laughs> I miss security. In and I miss spending two hours walking around and getting a nine pound smoothie. <laughs> That's all you ever do. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's fun. Honestly, that is um, yeah, so that's a touch actually because it was um, yeah, it's Singapore is a good because we we came via Qatar, we came via Doha, which has now been put on the red list. Yeah, so technically, you can't even go into it. You land yeah. in there and you're not allowed to fly out, which is so it's very strange. insane. I don't know what our plans going back to the UK are because I think we can't basically can't fly back anymore. I think I live here now. But um, yeah, that was a, yeah. The plane we had a very quiet first leg on the plane. Second leg, there was some delays and cancellations. So I think they just loaded everyone onto our plane, and it was going on to Auckland. So <laughs> it felt a bit like this is this is a COVID hotspot, mate. No, <laughs> Everyone's going to have I'm, it. So it was worrying. Just just phoning from the airplane phone, being like, "Mum, can you record the news? Because I'm definitely going to be on it." Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm on the I'm on Super Spreader Flight Nine Seven Six. It's going to be a doozy. We had a we had a very lucky escape. Two days, like the fl- our flight, the exact same time, but two days before was the one that caused the mini outbreak in Brisbane, um, and caused a whole hotel quarantine to get um. They got given five days extra, but they got told they were having to stay five days extra four hours before leaving. That is... Oh, my God. And they weren't even told by a phone call. So everyone, they were all packed up, ready to leave, waiting for the police to escort them out. And then they got a letter under the door saying, sorry, you've got to stay for five more days. How fucking hard would that be? Pack your bag. Oh, fuck. Because I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. So when you get... You get escorted out by the police. That's one thing, like... It's so weird. Like you get you get a knock at the door. You get your, you get they call you and they work out your time you're leaving, and then you get a knock at the door and there'll be like two police officers and if you're a trolley if they yeah. want if you want to use a trolley for the bag and they walk you down to like reception. It's real like it feels well that was weird. That that was the upgrade. So when I got into one like, of them, the hold your hard drive in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is COVID and a right? marijuana is... plant. <laughs> Puts a towel over your head. 
when I got the, so we got to the standards room, like I phoned up reception was like, I have the upgrade. And they're like, you have to clear it with the police. Like the police yeah. have to give you the upgrade because they have to escort you to your new room because they don't trust you to not, you know, so you phoned the police officer and that's why I couldn't lie to them. I, I, I'll happily lie to a receptionist, Carl, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I will not lie to a man of the law unless he obviously catches me doing drugs or having yeah, yeah, yeah. drugs or... <laughs> Or driving drunk or any of those other things. But like normally or any not... crimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. It's such a it's a like it's one of them things where I don't think I, you realise when you because everything in the last year has happened so gradually that you don't realise how mental mm. it is some of the stuff you're going through. That quarantine It's become so year, normal. Totally. Like after the last year, quarantine, if somebody said to me a year ago, you're going to spend two weeks in a hotel, basically locked in your room, and if you leave, the police will arrest you. I would have thought that's a fucking... There's a guy at a bat in Wuhan. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> your nan's dead and you can't hug anyone. <laughs> it's fucked. But then what's the... Because the UK is... What's the, what's the latest? Like, things have opened up a bit. Gyms are open, aren't they? <clears throat> no, not yet. Well, it, Out- Outside pools are open. Gyms are opening on the 12th. Um, yeah, they opened the outside pools as a joke. Like, it's just, it's between the ministers. They were all laughing their asses. Hold shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's open yeah, the yeah, Lidos. Yeah. <laughs> let's open the River Thames. <laughs> let's open the sky and pretend it's something that we've done. Um, what's, uh, what else? Uh, when, what, what's next on the, uh, on the roadmap? I, April 12th is gyms. Um, I don't know what else, but when leisure. Do, when the pubs, like pub beer gardens open soon, don't they? It must be then, actually. It must be then. Because uh, gardens are open now, aren't they? You can have like gatherings of six again in the garden. You can go in your own garden. It's such, <laughs> so, they're so kind, aren't they? <laughs> you can go to, your dog can shit in the garden now. carpet. <laughs> <laughs> You can throw your bins out. Scotland's <laughs> behind t- two weeks on everything. So oh, is like it? basically they have, Nic- they've been doing oh, that. Oh man. Hour. Yeah, yeah. Nicholas Sturgeon's tactic for quarantine is like, what did Boris Johnson do? Right. Let's see what happens and then we'll yes. probably do the opposite of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, so but but the, what that with that, it does come fucking immense jealousy like i remember when we started opening up in the uk in june like scotland was fully closed but i had those fucking driving gigs in london and that was that weekend where london was just like covid is a thing of the past let's all go out let's all (laughs) oh in the taxi back from uh king's cross to kai uh kai's place in bethnal green you, it's that Nate Bargatze joke. You're like, oh, nobody's aware there's a pandemic. No. But like, people have immediately just decided it's time to fucking lick toes. It's time to swallow <laughs> fucking tongues. We're rimming homeless cunts because it's been a while for them to have any fucking joy. And then, and then three weeks later, we're like, what do you mean we ruined it? Yeah, but yeah, what? Yeah. Who did it? Who's responsible? I know. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I do think the government have to ultimately be the ones that answer for they made the rules. But we did Aye. all definitely continue. Yeah, you know, we we still played our part. I don't think we should forget that. You know, when we were but that's why they did it, man. August. Like, I'm sorry to put on my fucking Canadian comedian conspiracy (laughs) fucking hat here. I don't know what it is about Canadians comedians, but every last one of them has lost their fucking mind during this. Like, I do not know a Canadian that has survived this. But, like, the government, like, it's the responsibilities on them. They gave us this freedom because they knew we'd fuck it up so they could blame it on us because they fucked it up early on i suppose yeah there is that thing of like yeah the opposite would be them having to actually manage it correctly and yeah yeah and they're like oh look what you did and you're like yeah but you let us do the like if a dog shits on the carpet like if a pup not a dog if a puppy shits on the carpet the responsibility is on you because you didn't train the puppy to not shit on the fucking carpet like it's you can't scream and the government's doing that thing that we all know you can't train dogs with which is it's rubbing our face in the piss and we're like but you fucking said this carpet felt like grass i didn't know i'm six months old I think that's yeah, but there's a there's a thing of like thinking that's very different. Saying like the government sort of knew that this is probably going to go wrong, but at least we can always pass the buck. 
but to the sort of mm. the the comedians you refer to who are like it's a pandemic, mate, and it's the lamestream <laughs> lame media. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, it's so it's so weird to think that the country that legalized marijuana first has produced the most paranoid comedians yeah, in this weird, fucking weird, world. It's, it's, like, it's like weed has a, an adverse effect on your mental health. It's fast. I'm fascinated by that. Like. You know, like here actually, there's less of it. I thought, um, you know, I've I've always I've known some Australian comedians in the past that have been a bit conspiratorial, but actually, this last year, most Australians have sort of gone. That, yeah, I think maybe they've not had the craziness of the UK. It has been a bit more lockdown. Get oh, on that's with it, because they. That's because the Australian government killed the conspiracy theorists. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Like they got rid of them. That's why there's none of them left. That's <laughs> you gotta you gotta think outside the box, mate. They're all done. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never I'll never forget the amount of times I've spent with uh, Steve Hughes, who's a amazing comedian but the amount of times he will smoke 20 cigarettes in front of me and tell me the government's trying to kill him (laughs) (laughs) the government yeah he's like fucking chemtrails you're like 20 a day Stephen. 20 a day it's not chemtrails yeah yeah one of the one of the first times i ever the first time i ever met steve hughes who by the way for anyone listening if they don't know he's an he is an exceptional stand-up comedian like there's video there's videos of steve from like like the original the first ever series of like live at the apollo or like what is it a mcintyre's road or something he's got amazing clips online of how good a stand-up he is or i I haven't seen him for a few years but how how much how great a stand-up he was when i last saw him and um but i i remember being really new to comedy i was like proper you know it was when i first started doing like support spots on paid gigs and I was doing an Avalon gig at Durham University and I was doing the opening 20 and Steve was closing. And basically I had driven, I think I drove all the way to Durham from London and we had, we got, and we got put up in the halls, Durham University halls. And I got there and Steve was like, so I met him and he's just this mad Australian, like sort of quite eccentric rocker sort of type. And then he, uh, he was like, fuck man, these fucking halls, I don't want to stay in these fucking halls. And I was like, yeah, you know, it is what it is. And I didn't give a shit, really. And then we started, we did the gig, and we had a couple of beers. I was, I actually probably shouldn't have driven post-gig, because I, you know, I probably was sniffing around the older, uh, you know, the um, being over the limit. But like, at the end of the gig, yeah. he was like, fuck this man, should we get out of here? And I was like, yeah, well, what do you mean get out of here? We're standing in the halls. And he goes, you want to go stay at my friend's house? And I was like, where is it? He went, Newcastle. And I was like, okay. I was just an open spot. It was a fucking bit giddy. He goes, yeah, let's go. We drove to Newcastle and stayed at a guy called Anvil Springsteen's house. Did you ever meet Anvil Springsteen? <gasps> yes, I did. Yeah, so I I'm just exactly this open spot driving. Steve Hughes is in my passenger seat going on about like crazy conspiracy stuff. He's really fun. <laughs> and we're just like, we got to Anvil Springsteen's, get there. He gets those weed out, beers. I'm just sitting there, just like, this is amazing. And within about 10 minutes, then it was like sort of, the moment we got onto like 9-11 was an inside job. I was like, I kind of wish I was staying at the halls, actually. <laughs> I was just sitting here, listening to like, oh no. But it was great fun. And it was, we just sat up all night chatting shit. But um, yeah, I've not seen Steve in years. He was, uh, yeah, he just, he was so good, wasn't he? And then he had, I know he had a bit of a, a bit of a, a mental sort of, breakdown to us so uh, he talks i know he's talked about it but yeah and i think he's back doing yeah now which is good he is he is back i think he was also in a pretty fucking serious car accident that fucked him up a bit but he's back on his feet now i, I saw him last year at a, a sort of agency dinner and he was in good fucking spirits yes. i mean he still had a cigarette hanging out of his mouth <laughs> in both ears but like he was, oh, was man. Good to see funny him. funny man but um yeah, there's a lot of it, like that generation of comic now. If basically, there's a, it's almost like that. If they didn't become superstars, they've now gone fucking mental. It's yeah, like, yeah. there's no middle ground, in it. I think that's a warning to all of us. Like it's oh, like yeah. a you know we've got to, you know. I would make I would sure put, I would literally bet everything I own on Julian being an absolute nutter in five years. <laughs> 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 See, just nodding, just really. Stopped. Yeah, he's just staring, nodding along. Julian will be, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. he'll be on the news having moaned twenty-five people down on Oxford Street in his car. 
if if I if I, if I, if I carried on smoking weed, I reckon I probably would. All of us would. I genuinely yeah. think I'd be the same. If I um, you know, I'd think if I'd have carried on on certain paths of my earlier career, I would be a fucking nightmare now. Well, we were t- you, Julian, you were saying before just the start because I'm trying to drastically reduce my marijuana consumption because it's gone through the fucking roof during this pandemic because it's so it's so easy to not smoke weed when the world exists because yeah. you can distract yourself with everything else but when you're just you know fucking doing the same thing every day same nothing every day you go this will just be better high this will just be easier to slow down once it all opens yeah, up when it definitely. like yeah, I just I, hope I so. just let myself go at it while while you're in quarantine, eh? Fuck it. I but then but what if I what if I then come out like all those fucking Canadian comics and then because the point is you never know when you're the cycle. You yeah, never yeah, know yeah. when you're mental. you're the last to find out. Yeah, like like even if the even if the Canadian comedians we know we're talking about listen to this podcast, they're gonna be like, oh, they're talking about the other guy. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's you. <laughs> I'm just, um, yeah. uh, it's um, no, but I always to... weirdly though, I would say I always find think Australian comedians all smoke weed. Like it's. It's really common here. Like I think, oh uh, yeah, but they smoke weed fucking com- bush weed, man. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, but it's they love like, it. Yeah, but uh, Australian weed is fucking like. I mean, that was that was strong in 1923, yeah, and it's yeah, not yeah. upgraded That's since like all, then. All like drugs it's, here, all drugs here are so weak because it's so far away. And it's hard right. to get them. Six hundred dollars like, for a fucking bag of gear. Like what's the? And it's not even gear. It's speed. I um, I've had <laughs> you know, I've had a few sort of you know experiences on yeah. various forms of uh, different <laughs> class A drugs in Australia over my in my time. I've had one good experience on. I've had one just pure lottery win uh, in Adelaide yeah. years and- ago. Uh, of uh, I I got some coke. Me and me and a couple of comics. I'm not going to name anyone. I'm not going to sort of you know get anyone in trouble. It was it was Lucy Porter and Sarah Millican. <laughs> I'll name them. <laughs> <laughs> name Miles, Miles Jupp and um, you know, no, was... Michael McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we just got a couple of bags of skag in, man, and just fucking just got on it. No, but we. Um, just booted it up in a toilet me and a couple of comics basically it was the end of the festival we'd been you know, we'd been out most nights drinking and that but we just, obviously we hadn't done anything else and then we just sort of put the word around Does anyone can anyone just get anything that's not fucking weed or MDMA because we're not 15 years old and then we got um, some adult drugs yeah and somebody <laughs> yes. put us in touch with somebody and basically we got put in touch with somebody who was you know was quite a well off business type and uh and they went i can get you so i can get you some coke and it was 350 dollars, which is you know what's that about 200 quid i reckon and oh, yeah. it was absolute rocket fuel i'm talking we we all went up to a little uh sort of sneaky part of a comedy club and we did it and no it didn't do a lot we just did a bit each and honestly we all looked at each other like fuck me and we just went, and we ended up having this absolute rampage of a you. night. <laughs> yeah, three way absolutely went right through each other. They thought, they, they thought it was an expression until he looked around. His dicks out. <laughs> anyway, just yeah, we just literally just fucked each other's brains out and then just get, you know, went back to the club. Um, <laughs> just thumbing in coke. three separate coke dicks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely disgusting. but then any other time i've even you know gone near the stuff in this country it's always been either just crap or just speed it has been speed it's been you just feel a bit gross and your heart's racing like this isn't pleasant at all there's nothing worse than a fucking sniff and you go, you motherfuckers have sold me. I'd rather you just told me no. I'd rather you sold me fucking flower, man, because speed yeah, is yeah, an yeah. evening ruiner, it's man. Disgusting. It's absolutely yeah. disgusting. It makes you feel like some sort of, it's like you're on crack or something. It's a real gross, like, you know, you just yeah. feel disgusting. 
So yeah, it's not. But they um, fuck it. They fucking love meth here, man. Oh mate, they like, love they it. Love, I would say it's their favorite thing. Melbourne, I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't sort of. You know, I don't really know Sydney as well as Melbourne, but you know, Melbourne's one of my favorite cities on earth, and it's lovely. And you go to the suburbs, everyone's so friendly and that. But pound for pound, because of the meth problem here, you meet the most nutters you meet in any city on earth. Like in London, I reckon once a week. You know, I live in quite a rough part of London. Once a week, I'll meet somebody or see somebody on a street corner shouting at nothing. You know what I mean? That's like a maybe a weekly mm. event. Melbourne, you will see at least one Every a day. day. Every day, you'll see at least one mad fucker shouting on a train. You'll just see somebody sort of screaming at a lamppost. It's a real, like, their meth problem is next level, man. So, you know, it is, yeah. as much as it's beautiful here and it's sunny and it's great, there is, they've got issues. Aye. But that's because all, like, all of those crazy people were trying to buy coke, yes. <laughs> and somebody I mean, yeah, just yeah. sold them a bag of fucking meth. You'd argue they need to ship in, ship in some affordable coke, and you know they do. You should have took they some to, with like, you. Ah, there needs to be a flight between fucking Sydney and Colombia, and things will be fucking <laughs> fine. Like the economy will improve, mental yeah. health will improve. It's, I think that's one thing. The UK, you know, as much as it's. Just really cheap, affordable drugs. I don't. I, it just keeps everyone, you know. They just have their little weekend night out, and then they're just back to right, back to work on Monday. Here it's, you know, Aye. they can't get anything else, so they do meth. The next thing you know, they've got no teeth, and they're shouting at someone in an alley. Aye. They've just designed <laughs> themselves as some sort of trolley-based superhero. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, you meet some absolute, yeah. A lot of the something. meth problem in America is people who have had like accidents. They're on painkillers from the doctor, aren't they? And yeah, then that, they that, stop yeah. the mm. painkillers, and then they need something yeah, else. Yeah, well, America just goes, whoa, 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 hey, 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 you, uh, you need drugs. Hey, don't get that from a drug dealer. We'll sell it to you. We're yeah, the yeah. government. <laughs> like, we'll advertise you... it on your telly. Yeah. <laughs> And it's also, they give them out the, so easy. Like, the sort of, the painkillers oh. they give them. Like, literally, you get a fucking sprained wrist. She's doing a line of coke in the doctor's. <laughs> well, yeah, they give you, like, oh, here's some, you know. The doctor some, takes the you in the toilet of the surgery. <laughs> Does a little cheeky. bump off his key. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, it, have you ever tried getting tramadol or anything in the UK? Like, you've got to basically tell them that you are dying you from got pain. A, you got to suck man's dick. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta bring him a dvd player <laughs> it's always bad it's always been for me because of america it's always been the legal drugs that terrify me i will yeah. snort anything i bought off a stranger in a bathroom but yeah. if it's had no medical way. trials i want <laughs> yes of it. man i've been an american tested doctor. on thousands of people and peer-reviewed studies have been done not for me thank you <laughs> no if, if american doctors are like this will make you smile i'm like nah man because you make more money from this yeah, than that yeah, cunt yeah. in the toilet like yeah, you yeah. you get legal money from me like it's within their fucking yeah. wheelhouse to get you addicted man totally it's um yeah i i i weirdly probably have a similar view but even though i've not done any bloody class a drugs in ages um you can't dad, I, you can't when you're a father you can if, if you're a bad father you, <laughs> is, that, yeah, is that is that not what the soft spot at the back of their heads for it's just like a little tray you can just <laughs> <laughs> so i thought that was a the... bump out of their <laughs> of their head yeah yeah, yeah. I know jangling keys make you happy, and the keys also make daddy happy. Oh, it's the first thing we have in common. Yuck. <laughs> um, I'm just seeing the time. We should probably start wrapping it up. It's, um, it's oh, do we have to end on that by. fucking joke? Fuck. Oh, yeah, God so, damn it. So. I really. That's great. Oh, fuck. Well, no, people aren't going to know that now. All they're going to have is that fucking shite key joke in their head. And... We can edit it back to. Um, where can we edit it back to? What was a good end point? <laughs> just um, you slagging off Canadian comedians. Yeah, we'll let's go back, man, yeah. What we'll do is yeah. we'll edit in some names. We'll get we'll record them separately. Um, that was great, man. Really fun. It's been a oh. very fun show. Uh, and you're now just in Australia. How long are you in Australia for? 
Uh, so once I get out, I'm here for five weeks. So Lovely. I think I'm going to like May the tenth or some shit. Excellent. And I'm so excited. How long yeah. are you here for, man? Will I see you I in mean, Melbourne? No, yeah, definitely. I'm. Mean, we're in. I'm in Melbourne oh, until I think actually we we might be in Sydney the same week. I'm doing here. Uh, we're staying here, and then late April, twenty second, no, nineteenth of April, I fly to Sydney for a week. So I think our Sydney dates coincide. Please let me hold your baby. It's yeah, all, totally. It's she's all a, I she's want, man. Super Just friendly. Let me. She loves strangers. Well, of course, she is. Me for her future. <laughs> but, um, you know, good on her. <laughs> Um, <laughs> she's just so trusting. Yeah, she doesn't. I mean, I'm, what the world. I'm like. not. I'm not. I'm not shocked that two of the nicest people in the world have produced a friendly baby. <laughs> That's why I'm so excited to hold yeah, her. She's, she's good. She's good value. But um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, we're in Melbourne before that. But um, right. Other than that, um, are you still doing your podcast with Kai? Yes, yes. I mean, it's it's uh, where we've recorded, we pre-recorded some episodes just because I'm going to be away for so long. And we're now at the point where, like, we literally started Patreon when I left for seven weeks because uh, yes, Kai was yes. like, this is spot on the time when <laughs> we can't produce regular content. So that's how we can get people involved. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Our it's called Sloss and Hunters on the Road. Yeah, it's, it's very funny. And our patrons currently won... One a week extra episode for everyone, so we're still keeping that. That's a decent and and the video of this goes on our Patreon, but the audio goes out everywhere, so so people can see that we're all topless for the whole time. Um, Yeah, yeah. we all just got our knobs out. Just didn't mention it about halfway through. Just a little patron treat, you know what I mean? Yeah, you you get to see the bit where I made the key joke, and both Carl uh, (laughs) and Julian we showed you the key joke. You on a bit of paper, and we're just like, "Fuck you!" We're ending it now. We were both just checking our phones, (laughs) Um, but. Any, there's no other admin we need to do. We just need to sort of thank our normal listeners. Thank, thank our all our new patrons um, yeah. that joined us. That's it. That's the end of the episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you enjoyed it, give it a share. That's Thanks to Daniel Sloss. Funny comedian. Funny man. Good man. Well done. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Carl, it meant the world to me. It's twelve thirty-three. <laughs> I had a few beers. I'm really tired, and uh, that was that was literally my last bit of energy of, of the night. Um, thanks, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Oh, I'm